The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Well, just when you thought the sun was going down on the Raiders season, look what happened Sunday. Black Sunday for those chargeless powder blue biatches, but they were blacked out by the silver and black of the Oakland Raiders. We're going to hit on that and more here on this show, show 296. On today's show, we will have the postgame for the beatdown, the beating, the mugging, the full-on mauling of those powder blue biatches down in San Diego. The chargeless, nutless, boltless chargers went down hard. I love it. We're going to hit on that. And, of course, this week we're going to do the pregame for the Jaguars, Jacksonville, A must-win game for the Oakland Raiders. We're going to hit a little bit on that. And the bone line is going to be one long show, folks. So get ready. Here we go. I hate that powder blue bullshit. I'm telling you, man, the fans are punks. And that's what makes this victory so fan-frickin-tastic, man. I know the Raider Nation showed up big time in San Diego. You could hear it on TV, man. You could hear the Raider Nation. You could see him, too. But you could hear him in the stadium. You could hear the fans roaring. The Raider Nation showed up big time like they do always in South Oakland. You just got to love it. Hey, man, the team heard it. The coach heard it. And, man, when they can hear you screaming in another stadium, that says a whole lot about your fan base. The Raider Nation, best damn fans in all freaking sports. I said it once, I'll say it again, and I mean it. The San Diego Chargers were favored by 12 points in this game, and they came out jumping around and lumping around, and they were all ready to go, and their fans were all a bunch of assholes like they always are. And, uh, well, guess what? From the get-go, 
these guys knew the first snap that the Raiders were here to play some freaking smash mouth football, and they were not to be denied. San Diego needed this game to move on to the playoffs, and I'm afraid that the Chargers are done. And you got to love it. We beat them twice. Twice. You have got to be excited about this game. I'm telling you, Red Nation, the San Diego fan base was absolutely stunned. I mean, stunned. I love it, man. Uh, as a matter of fact, let's get a little, real, little take here from Norvell Turner, who was disheveled, who was depressed, and who I'm sure will be dismissed at the end of the season just because he lost to the Raiders twice. Yeah, Norv Turner looked like he was beat with a mop. You just got to love it, man. You got to love it. Let's listen to Norm's shaky voice right now because he was absolutely speechless. Well, it's obviously very disappointing we weren't able to play at the level we've been playing over the last month. Uh, certainly, there are things that led to that, I think, uh, like we did early in the year. Uh, if you turn the ball over, or particularly early in a game and give them two short fields, uh, they, they converted into uh, touchdowns that fit the type of offense, the type of team they are. Uh, they did a good job of keeping the ball. Uh, they did a good job of converting third downs, uh, which uh, were, enabled them to sustain drives. Uh, obviously, I, I thought they did probably did the best job in the last month of covering our guys. I think they, they matched up pretty good, which allowed them to get pressure. Uh, uh, the way the game went, uh, Obviously, we want to run the ball, uh, but uh, the way the game went, it was uh, uh, tough to sit in there and say, we're going to pound at them. Uh, we needed to find a way to go score touchdowns. We were unable to do that. Well, again, I always look at the way a game goes, and, and when a game goes the way it did, they, they were able to have great patience uh, and get a lot of runs, and they uh, obviously uh, did, as I said, had a good plan and did a good job on third downs, which uh, gave them more and more opportunities. Uh, obviously, late in the game, there was a big uh, holding call on third and eight, where it was still a one-score game. Uh, I thought that was a big play in the game. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, it, if if you can't, if you're not running the ball to keep people honest, and then uh, they're making making you hold the ball because they had very good coverage on our guys. I think they looked at our guys and and who we've been playing with and felt we ma they matched up. Uh, you know, uh, looked at our guys and and uh, the, the status and, and where our guys have been in terms of health and felt that they could match up, play man, and allow them to get a little bit more pressure, and that's what they did. Don't get me wrong. Uh, we've managed it, and our guys have done a great job of managing it, and don't someone interpret that as an excuse. That's I, I'm trying to emphasize that I thought the Raiders did a good job of looking at our guys and saying, here's what we need to do uh, to slow these guys down. And they came up and challenged our guys, and we made some plays. And uh, we made some big plays, and we got away from them. Uh, you know, but we didn't make enough. We could talk about the 18-0 and 0, uh, wins in December for Rivers and the Chargers. We could talk about how they thought they were going into their high-powered offense, best in the league at this time of year, and their defense was ripping people left and right. We could go into all of it, but for not. 
because the Oakland Raiders came out and worked all three phases of the game and did exactly what I said they should do, which is smother Philip Rivers, make him scream and panic like the little kid he is, and then it was on. Jason Campbell, excellent performance. Not a lot of yards in the air, but he managed the game very, very well. And as far as a quarterback, let me just say this. The guy couldn't have played any better, really. There were a couple of passes that were off, but not very many. He made the ones he had to. And I'll tell you, man, this cat, I mean, there's a couple of plays in there. He was going to get sacked, dishes the ball out to Bush. The Bush Bush runs it for 15, 18 yards. Same thing happened with Marcel Reese. He was another guy. Campbell's almost sacked. They were all over him. Boop, the ball comes out. Marcel Reese runs for 24 yards. It was a well-managed game by the captain. I got to say that. I got to say congratulations to him for an awesome management of this game. Special teams was exactly that. They were special. Huff, a route. Uh, defense was crazy on the front four. They didn't need much more than that. They were injuring players left and right, and Darren Sproles was knocked the fuck out. And Sproles is dazed and down. Hey, young man, you got knocked the fuck out, bitch. That's right. He was knocked out by number 55, a rookie, McLean. Just leveled him. You know, I'll tell you, this team is the team we want to play every Sunday. This is the team we want to play like every freaking Sunday because it was a team that was done from the trenches. We won the battle on the offensive and defensive line. You could see it all day. They were pushing off the ball. They were faster and stronger. Now, Satelli went out for a down. I thought, you know, I was going to be worried but Veldir came in and did a great job. Satelli came back. Chaz Schillen played. Not a lot of action, but the fact that he was on the field was really, really good. Jacoby Ford, touchdown. Again, our young rookie continues to amaze me, and I'm sure he is amazing a lot of other people, uh, including the Chargers. <laughs> Bush and McFadden, man. Our fucking running game was off the hook. McFadden, 19 for 97 and a TD. Bush, 23 for 95 yards and a TD. Campbell ran for seven times for 37 yards and a TD. A couple of first downs. And Hayward Bay even ran one time. 14 yards, first down. And this, you know, this team uh, was playing uh, in like Superman. Super Frank, Super Frank, Super Frank, I mean, nobody was believing it. I couldn't believe it. And I'm sure you couldn't believe your eyes when you saw how crazy it was on the field. The Charger fans were shut up and shut down right away, all the way to the end of the game. They didn't score a touchdown till way late in the third quarter. Uh, these guys had two field goals. They were happy to get both of those, and you could see Norvell's face just tweaking. He was having a twitch, if you know what I'm saying. And there was Philip Rivers. You know, they played good. I mean, they got uh, – <clears throat> they um, 
it was a combination of a bunch of things. There's times when they covered us really well. There's times when missed a few throws. Uh, there's times when we made some plays. You know, it was just uh, um, <clears throat> we weren't obviously as uh, as good as we as we've been in the past few weeks. Uh, but we we did some good things. Um, but again, we get down there. Um, you turn the ball over twice early. Um, a couple third down conversions we we, di- we didn't convert on. Um, you know, we didn't. We, we got stopped on a fourth and one. We we just. A combination of a lot of things, and the Raiders had a, had a lot to do with it, and then uh, we didn't play as well as we need to. And you know what, man? It was beautiful to see, and the Chargers and the Charger fans were just freaking stunned. And I mean stunned. It was a beautiful contest from the beginning to the end. Now, let me say this. Dan Fouts was calling this game, and at the beginning of the game, you thought he was going to go down there and lock lips and tongues with Phillip Rivers. The first part before the game even started, Rivers this, Rivers that. Oh, the Raiders, well, you know, it's going to be one of those games. And, uh, yeah, the the high-powered uh, Charger offense, I was just want to throw up on the screen of the TV. It was pathetic. And it wasn't until the half, uh, <laughs> it wasn't until the half, we had 21 points that Fouts had to choke it out that the Raiders are going to win this game. He had to choke it out how Campbell was managing the, day, the game very well. He had to choke it out how his little girlfriend, Philip Rivers, was running for his life. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, I, I could say this, and I'll say it for sure. A lot of the Raider Nation didn't think we could win this game. I'll be, I'm telling you, you guys heard me. So just to recap, if we have all eight cylinders popping and the coaches do their job, we can win this game. And what a sweet victory it would be to blow out the Chargers in their own house and sweep their goat-smelling asses. That would be beautiful. And that is all I have to say about that. I didn't think we could win. If we were playing like the two weeks prior, if we played like we did, we played against the Finns, this would never have been a contest. I don't know what this team is. I mean, I don't know who this team is. This is the team we need to see. And and let's not go too far away now. The Three Stooges did a great job. You know, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know what their preparation change was. I don't know what the difference in the way they coached the team before the week before. Whatever they did, they better stick to that shit this week. They might not. They better not try to change a lot of shit up and anything else against the Jaguars because it ain't going to happen, partner. We need these same kind of plays. We need the same kind of performance. Uh, and I hope the coaching staff is up to it. But I got to give A's to all the coaches, their play calling, their preparation, the way they uh, prepared these these men for this game was incredible. Straight A's all the way across the board. Game balls for everybody. Uh, tremendous football game by the Raiders. And uh, we did it the way, I think, getting back to our identity, getting back to what we do best, and that's play hard on defense and uh you know, battle them in the kicking game and, and run the football. Um, can't say enough about the job that the offensive line did in terms of staying in drives and getting tough yardage. Uh, and the way the guys ran today was a tremendous job. So really good by our football team. Uh, the defense won the turnover battle. We had the one fumble. 
but uh, really proud of our team and our coaches. Uh, it's a great job of pulling together and kind of getting back to who I think we are. In watching the game film, it's very much what I thought after the game. You know, it was a very physical game. Uh, some things that jumped out at me <clears throat> was I thought that defensively we were we were dominant at times. Uh, we sacked Philip four times, but we hit him another 16 times. And I thought that was a, a quite a stat. And when you start to watch that film and see the number of times that the pocket was getting squeezed around him, both from the side and in front of him, uh, it was pretty impressive by our defensive line. And then the coverage, you know, by our secondary, we asked them to be more aggressive than the last time we played these guys. And I thought they did a good job with that. Uh, so that was impressive as well. And then offensively, um, you know, some things I thought we could have done a little better throwing the ball, but uh, all in all, it was it was positive. So we'll take this one and we'll move on to the next one. Fantastic victory and sweeping the Chargers is something we haven't done since 2002. Well, you were close. It was 2001. It's an amazing, amazing feat at this time of year. We can still look forward to a possible playoff berth. I am loving it. And I guarantee you that the Kansas City geeks are really keeping an eye on the Oakland Raiders because we are undefeated in the division and we're heading into the last part of the season. We got to keep this train rolling, brothers, because I'll tell you what, man, this game could be a precursor to a playoff berth and wouldn't you just freaking love it? I would too. And I can't believe how well this team played. It was amazing. Cinderella story, to say the very least. Congratulations to the Oakland Raiders and to all those fans that were treated to such a beautiful performance. You guys must have freaking loved it. I wish I could have been there to see it. Uh, you know, the San Diego Chargers are done and that is all I have to say about that. You just got to love this. The Bolt Talk, the podcast for the San Diego Chargers, uh, actually graciously allowed me to come into their show, onto their call-in line. Now, you know if I'd have gone off like Raider Greg wanted to, they'd have shut me down before I got two words out of my mouth. So I had to be very politically correct, uh, but I did get a couple digs in, and I just wanted them to know that the Raiders are in the house, and we, we, we beat their ass twice. And, well, they had to bow to the silver and black. Check it out. Good evening, Charger fans across the world wide web. Welcome to the Full Talk Podcast, show number 199. It's December 6, 2010. Glad you're with us again, uh, Ray Chan, Lauren Casuto. Ray, how's it going, man? Oh, man. I'm doing all right. Pissed off about yesterday, of course. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to vent tonight. We're going to let it all out. You know, talk about your concerns. Talk about this team. Talk about what's ahead of us, Lauren. And uh, uh, we will not be taking any Raider calls tonight. No Raider calls, exception. with the exception of Raider Greg, who uh, you know we wanted to connect with last week. Actually, got a voicemail from him, couldn't do it, um, and so this week I'm going to give him a little bit of time. We're going to give him some time to kind of, you know, you know, talk about the, the game, give him some time to gloat. Because honestly, as much as we hate the Raiders, as much as we hate that rivalry, you know, 
you got to give it to him because they've they owned us this year, swept us, Lauren. So he'll get his time here. First sweep since uh, what 2001, I believe. Boy, a weird couple of days, you know. Chargers riding that great high, you know what? We just we beat the Colts, we dismantled them defensively. We were feeling great. Yeah, we're going to come back. We're going to beat the Raiders. We're going to go on this run. Then all of a sudden, then you get to the qual- to Qualcomm. It looks like you know Donovan State Prison, San Quentin, L.A. County jails, all let out all at once in Mission Valley. Then you get into the stadium, and Chargers look like they didn't even know what the hell they were doing. That okay. was embarrassing. If you want to see what the Chargers showed up like last yesterday. Just take a look at TV right now. Watch Monday Night Football, and you see the Jets getting owned right now, 38-3. It was a lot like that. They came out, Lauren, flat, no motion. They looked um, pretty much as weak as those powder blue uniforms they were wearing last night. Um, but, yeah, it was just bad, bad, bad from the very uh, very beginning. I mean, you know, it starts, you know, three and out. We go, th- uh, They go three and out, punt, you know, and Darren Sproles, one of the few parts of the uh, the team that hadn't made a mistake, uh, you know, fumbles. Sproles has room to go. He fumbled the ball. He muffed it. It's free. And the Raiders have it. Hiram Eugene's got it on the San Diego 18-yard line. Darren Sproles let that ball go right through his hands. Goes right back to the Raiders. They march all the way down the rest of the field. Fourth and one bootleg by Jason Campbell. Antoine Applewhite's supposed to cover that area. No one's even there. No one was in five yards of uh, of uh, Jason Campbell as he ran that in. They give it to Michael Bush off the right side. He runs for a Raider first down. No. Oh, it's Campbell. Touchdown, Raiders. Jason Campbell faked it, kept it the whole way, and scored. Tremendous play fake there by Campbell. Nobody on the field knew he had the ball. Touchdown, Raiders. And it just was going on from there. The Raiders ran 52 times. For a combi- for almost for over 200 yards, uh, they threw on us when they needed to. Not much. Campbell had 10 of 16, 117, and a touchdown. It just and it was just embarrassing, top to bottom. I've never seen a Charger team look this bad. Even last year when we got our asses handed to us by Pittsburgh, you know, we at least put up a good fight in the end. Gave us a chance, to, you know, to re-earn some of our pride back. This to this time. Forget it. We just got steamrolled. We did. We just simply just got beat up front on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. Offensively, Lauren, we were talking about it during the game when we were watching. They had basically three plays. Run the ball, screen pass, play action, go deep. Run the ball, screen pass, play action, go deep. Those are the three plays they ran pretty much all game long, and they hit most of them. That's, that's the thing. It's not like Jason Campbell lit, lit us up with a, with a, with a passing game. We knew they were going to run the ball. They did, and we, we couldn't stop them. Now, granted, we did make it, some adjustments in the second half to kind of uh, get ourselves back into it, but by then, you're down 21-3, to three, and it's just really tough to get back in the game. And it was pretty much a disaster from there on in. Just as you mentioned, the Raiders have lately been you know, just a much more physical team. They went out there. They not only wanted it more than what he did, they just proceeded to beat the ever-loving tar out of us. And I think this is, what, the third game in four tries that even if we have only lost these past two, that they just steamrolled right through us. And, you know, you saw play- Charger players left and right coming out. You know, Garay gets gets injured. Siler comes out for a couple plays. Darren Sproles got knocked out. You got knocked the fuck out! 
bitch! It just, it was one injury after another, and all it seems to suggest is that when the Chargers get into something akin to a street fight, they just don't know, they just can't handle it. Yeah, and I think that it was, it was uh, you know, evident right in the beginning, Lauren, that the urgency was really on the Raiders' side. They knew that they had to get this game. So very simply today, the Oakland Raiders feel like their season is on the line. And on top of that, you know, they were 3-0 and coming in against the AFC West. They were in a great position. They knew that if they could win this game, they'll be in a, in a great position to, to contend. If they win this game, they will tie San Diego. But if they lose today, they fall two games behind San Diego and possibly three back of Kansas City. And, you know, they look like the desperate team out there. We, on the other hand... Seemed like we were just going through the motions, thinking almost like, you know, like we were in the beginning of the season in September, that we just had to show up. No sense of urgency whatsoever, Lauren. And then on top of that, you know, Rivers, you know, finally had his first bad game of the season. He was off pretty much all day long. He was going to Malcolm Floyd there, and Rivers threw it right to Michael Huff. And we were watching the whole thing up there it just his passes were off he was overthrowing underthrowing left right this way that way it didn't help of course the fact that uh, the raiders were t- were smashing into him all game long here's river stepping up he is hit he is sacked again back on the 15 yard line the raiders are all over him and for a for an offensive line that it had just had a previously outstanding game and ironically enough the previous week uh, week show i was going to give a game ball to McNeil and Clary for handling two of the best pass rushers in the league in Matt this and Freeney without any problem whatsoever to come back and lay an egg against the uh, the Raiders front which is nowhere near as good I think but it's just bigger and heavy and heavier and just to fall apart like that I mean God Almighty it this is just one of those occasions where I, looking back at this game I cannot think of one area in this entire game we did anything good. Uh, no, I mean, and that's from top to bottom again. Now, special teams didn't have a punt block, you know, allow a punt block. But at the same time, you know, you, you mentioned a fumble earlier by Sproles. Uh, it wasn't his only fumble either. He also muffed a, uh, a, a kickoff, which, you know, he ended up, um, you know, downing. But it's like he was off. He was looking downfield before catching the ball. And then you have Nate Kading who, I don't know, he made one field goal, Lauren, had a 50-yard try, didn't even come close. Weak really weak. I, I think it's kind of fair to say that we picked the wrong kicker to stick with. God, I, I wish that we never let go of uh, Chris Brown. But anyways, moving on from there, Lauren, um, there was really nothing to be said. I mean, we got back into this game, Lauren. Uh, it was 13-21 to 21, late in the fourth quarter. Uh, we had a stop on third down. I went home, took a look at that play, and there was no freaking holding call on Antoine Quezon. That was a bailout call for whatever reason, and that extended the Raider drive, which eventually led to a touchdown. And then later, uh, Antoine Quezon, you know, screwed up again because on another fourth and something, the Raiders, hey, credit. And I will say this so much this much about Hugh Jackson, Tom Cable. They called one of the best games I've ever seen. They had everyone in the stadium faked out on some of these plays. Campbell, hands off, push off the right side. He got, no, oh, it's a play action. He's going deep and it's caught. It is caught. A flag is down. It is caught by Murphy inside the 10-yard line. They did pull it out. They did go deep. Murphy does beat Jammer. Kaysan and Weddle got bombed over the top to Lewis Murphy, set it up on the five, and that just about sent all the Chargers pack, fans packing for the uh, for the gates. But, uh, you know, even with that that fake penalty, that bad penalty, let's be honest, this was just a game where nothing went the Chargers' way. And even when they tried to make their own luck, 
whether it was intentional, whether it was phantom, whether it was whatnot, the Chargers couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, exactly. And Fourth and ten, Raiders showing blitz. They're bringing everybody. Rivers in trouble. Heaves it way up into the air. Malcolm Floyd can't get there, and the Oakland Raiders are going to win. There's only 2.57 to go, and the Raiders have stuffed the Chargers here on downs. It is 28-13 to 13, Oakland. And I, I see a lot of people noting the fact that uh, you're playing the heavy Manilak, you're playing the heaviest D-line in the league, and you run a fat, slow, converted fullback up the gut. You know, it didn't. See, they seem to have been a uh, the same battle plan that it was with the uh, with the Colts, which was just slam right through them. To an extent, I almost agree uh, for the simple reason that uh, you know, a it worked before, and b you want to out you want to go in there and you want to out physical the uh, the team, but. It only works if you can actually succeed in slamming it into them. When you run headfirst into it and you get nothing, and Tolbert had his worst game ever, seven rushes, 16 yards, along a seven and a failed fourth down conversion where he didn't even get back to the line of scrimmage. I'm sorry. this this It was just pathetic from top to bottom. I, I really don't know how much more you could say about it. It happened so fast. I mean, you blinked and it was already 7-0. to zero. You blinked, it was already 14-0. to zero. So... I mean, it's not the way we want to start. It's, it's, it's exactly why Phillip Rivers got so many passing yards in the beginning of the season. And that's because we fell behind and we had to air it out, air it out, air it out the whole time. But anyways, Lauren, I mean, what else can we say about this game? I mean, we just got beat, got messed up. It's embarrassing. And I have to say that uh, you know, the, the, the cue was, an, was not what we wanted it to be as far as fan turning out i mean it was at least 40 to 60 you know as far you know Chargers, of course had a little bit more fans but a lot of raider fans out there a lot of them were bad some of them were good like the guy we were sitting next to good raider fan knowledgeable raider fan we ran into two raider fa- good raider fans but basically the whole way through as i said it looked like there were a lot of prison passes out there i mean you know and you know i i, I de- definitely saw a couple of ones that were definitely you know good fodder to make fun of but i mean we had other members of bull talk and bull bunker getting into fights a couple of them one got thrown out it's just this is just the reason why and unfortunately we later i later discovered and i heard that a lot of charger fans did sell their tickets and a lot of them went to raider fans we're, it's it's that we kind of have to go through with this but to a lesser extent i, I can't say i entirely you know, don't blame them for it for the simple reason. Let's be honest. Who wants to go through that crap? You know, we said this before for a long, a long time ago. No one likes going to Raider games because when the Raiders are halfway decent, the worst of the worst come down from Los Angeles, pretty much ruin everything. Well, that's, so, that's, that's, I, I mean, come on. Based on everything you saw there, would you take your wife? I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take my girlfriend there. Not a not a moment. Well, my wife's been to Raider games before, and she doesn't have a problem with it. But at the same time, she wasn't there yesterday, and in a way, I'm glad she wasn't because it it, it was disturbing. It's, it's disheartening, guys. That's what it comes down to. If you're gonna sell your tickets, at least sell them to to Charger fans, because uh, I I mean that's 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 the whole thing. If you support this team, then you should give this for more supporters. You know. And, and that's, that's the problem that I have. That's the issue we've always had in this podcast, and we talked about it year after year, Lauren. He's gotten better when we were on that win streak. And all of a sudden now, you know, two in a row for the Raiders, who knows what's going to happen next year. And it puts us in a very, very bad uh, spot, basically, to get the playoffs from here on in. Not only do we have to win all our games, which makes the, uh, the Kansas City game must win from the get-go. We have to win this one from here on in. But Kansas City has to lose again. Oakland has to lose at least once. 
I mean, is it possible? Yeah, I, I remember coming on here a couple of years ago when we were four and eight and saying, forget it, we're done, you know, and all that other stuff. But, you know, we pulled it off. But the AFC West is a lot stronger than it was in years uh, before. And let's be honest with with it. The way with Kansas City and Oakland are playing, especially when you consider the fact that they have very easy schedules, this could be problematic and in a hurry. It could be, and there is no more room for error. I mean, this is it. I, I think going back, Lauren... When we before the, when the win streak first started at uh, Houston, um, we we talked about what this team could actually what would they have to do basically, and I, I think both of you and I said maybe one one loss. Well, we had that one loss right now. It hurts more because it's an AFC West loss, but yes, that's exactly how it needs to play out, Lauren. One loss by the Raiders, one loss by uh, uh, two more losses by Kansas City. One being this weekend, hopefully, and then we're in the thick of things. You lose this Sunday, it's over. It's, that's it. You're eliminated. Pretty much, you know, and yeah, I said that, but A, and you know, it's understandable we lost. I think you mentioned this, though, as well, that if uh, if this loss was to the Colts, I think we'd be a little more understanding, even, you know, knowing what we know now. But to have it lost to the Raiders is, you know, to get swept by them for the first time since 2001, almost 10 years, is mortifyingly embarrassing. It, it is. It is because, you know, we've we've controlled that, that series for so long. But the, the one thing, Lauren, going back to what's left of the season is consistency. And, you know, um, we haven't been as consistent as we want to be. Definitely the Raiders are not a consistent team. I mean, you see them play really well like they did yesterday, and then you see how they played two weeks prior to that. So that's something that we have to rely on. You know, hopefully that, that, that'll, you know, they won't be there at the end. But if they win out, if we win out, you know, and if, and, and if the Chiefs, you know, we all end up in a three-way tie. The Raiders are going to take it because of their division record. Basically, yeah, we we are now in the position where we have to beg for help from everyone else. Where as many things as possible have to uh, have to go our way. And let's be honest, once again, this is ha- this has happened because we pissed away way too many early games. We lost because we could have we made we screwed ourselves over against Seattle against Kansas City the first time, against Oakland the first time, against so many of these teams, against against New England. We screwed ourselves, and because of that, we're paying for it now. Absolutely. Maybe this is what the Chargers need because they need to know that the AFC West is not their birthright, that there are teams getting better, and that if you piss away the first half of the season, sooner or later it'll come back and bite you on the ass. And guess what? Lo and behold, this might be the year it did it. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with anything you said, Lauren. I mean, we're tired of the slow starts, and uh, just by, you know, by, by will and some luck, you know, they've been able to pull things off, you know. Um, but again, Charter fans, we're not here to discourage you guys for the rest of the season. There is hope. Do not pack it in. That, that would be stupid to do that now, okay? We know what this team's capable of doing, and every single player... That that um, that came out of that game on the Chargers side was pissed off and disappointed. You know, we heard that they had a defense-only meeting, and we 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 heard from Philip Rivers and everybody else. They're shocked. They're they're, they're disappointed in what they've done. And, and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt right now. And and I'm not going to lose faith in them that they can you know, come back against Kansas City and do what they need to do for the rest of the, of the season. This is what they have to do. They have to take care of business, and that starts by beating Kansas City. Can they still do it? Of course they can, and I agree with you. I'm not about to pack it in just yet, but it 
it's we're no longer in control of our destiny. If we had won it all, we would. If we had won all these games, we would be in control of our of our destiny. For right now, we are absolutely not. Unfortunately. Yeah, and you know, look, Madelac in the chat room said Oakland has all the tiebreakers. Sure, if they finish tied with us, you know, they still got to win games. You know, they still got four games to play, and they still got to play KC again. So it's not an automatic for them. Okay, they again had to play consistently. Now, if they play the way they, they play against the Chargers, yes, they can win. But we'll see where everything falls, you know, comes out at the end. I've heard from Charger fans, Lawrence, saying, why do you even want the Chargers to get into the, into the playoffs? They're just going to get their ass kicked. Well, who's to say they're, you know, that they are? Everybody gets on the streak. Everybody plays their best football, hopefully at the right time. So right now, they're still in it. And until they get eliminated, you know, you got to keep believing. Well, let's be honest as well. One, if anything, this NFL season has taught you that uh, that anything can happen at any given week. We've seen, you know, we've seen the ass kickings like we've seen t- this week with uh, with just the Patriots and the Jets, something we didn't expect. We've seen the the Patriots, you know, lose to the Browns. We've seen, you know, the Buccaneers come out of nowhere. I mean, this has got to be the most topsy turvy, out of this world sort of weird season. One of the weirdest one. It changes week to week to week. You get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Let's not forget that a Pittsburgh team that backed into the playoffs in 2005 then took it all the way and won the won the Super Bowl. That's precisely what I'm in, talking about. You, you get in, anything can happen. Having said that, I, I'm a li- I understand where he's coming from at the least. Whereas if you get outmuscled by the Raiders and the Raiders got their asses handed to them by the Steelers, theoretically then you will get your ass handed to you by the Steelers. And we will ha- if we get into the playoffs, somehow we will have to face Pittsburgh, Baltimore, New England, maybe the Jets too. We're yeah. going to be facing a lot of tough teams one way or another. We are, and, and that's just the truth. I, I, look, it, it doesn't stop. This weekend we're playing against the number one rushing team. I, I, don't, I, I imagine they're looking at the film right now and seeing exactly how Oakland ran on us. And they're going to do exactly what they did to everybody else so far, the Kansas City Chiefs are. So we're going to have to be ready. You might not have the biggest guys up front, but you have to have the guys with the biggest hearts, you know, the will, the biggest, you know, and, and, and if it has to be technique, that's going to have to help schemes, so be it. But you know what? I still think that there's a reason why this, this team has been able to be on top of, of the rankings defensively all season long. And why not? You know, they had a bad game. They had a one horrible, horrible game. It happens. You see it tonight. You see it week to week. So, again, we'll take it one week at a time. We lost this week. We go to the next. And if we continue to win, we're, we're basically in playoff mode now, right, right, right Lauren? We cannot lose at, at any we were point. We playoff mode last week. The only problem is, you know, we tripped and fell over ourselves. And, you know, basically win everything and let the chips fall where they may. At least go down fighting hard. Don't go down like a bunch of, you know, bitches, you know, getting your ass kicked the whole way through. That's something I won't accept. Exactly. But there is, I mean, we have to admit, Lauren, there's a lot that has to be done to this roster come next year. And we're going to go through all that in the off season, And they have to shore up a whole lot of stuff and maybe turn, change the personality up a little bit. But, hey, you know what? That's next year. We're just talking about this week. And it's, it's sad, too, because we were going to have a show last week kind of looking at where this team was at now, how they're getting, coming together. They went on national television. They did a great job against the Coles. We were feeling pretty good. And, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it seems like we're back to ground zero again. So 
you know, we had a throw. We were wearing our throwback uniforms. We had a nice throwback to uh, to what last uh, to September and October when not only did we beat ourselves, but we looked like we didn't know what the hell we were doing. It kind of reminded me a little bit of that first game where all you could do is just tear your hair out at the fact of how incompetent we looked the whole way through. Yeah, and and the thing is, is um, this was a straight up beat down. They beat us, beat us. We did not lose this game. You know, we could we said that for most of the games this season. In fact, I only count two games where we actually just got beat, straight up beat because of the other team, and that was the Rams and then the Raiders yesterday. The rest of them were special teams mistakes that cost us games. But yeah, I mean, now this team has to look within themselves and and and, and get it together here for this week first, and then the week and next week and week and week and whatever you know. So we'll see what happens. But um, anyways, uh, we're gonna take a call here pretty soon from uh from uh, Raider Greg, so uh, we're going to expect that here. And uh, in the meantime, you want to hit one of these emails real quick from uh, last week? So, actually, you know what? Let me hold off on this email real quick. I think we got the call now. Welcome to Bull Talk. Who's this? This is Raider Greg. There you go, guys. Dum, dum, dum. Raider Greg, guys. We, <laughs> Greg, we told, we told our listeners that you will be joining us tonight, um, and uh, we're glad to have you on the show. We got our asses beat, and so we're going to give you your time to kind of an- analyze the game for us as well. Well, I just, uh, you know, thanks for having me on. I know it's tough after a loss to uh, deal with the opposition, especially AFC West. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of hatred there. But I will say, I can feel your pain. You know, we, you know, we looked awesome against you guys, and then we looked like punks against the Finns. So we are in the psychotic mode of playing as as you are. We just. Uh, you know, we just been fortunate and and good enough to 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 do in the AFC West opponents that we face this season. Yeah, that's that's a very impressive, guys, Greg. I mean, four and zero. You know, what can you say? Yeah, and you guys have you know you guys have a great base. You have a great quarterback. So, you know, there's a lot of good things. You have a terrible coach. You know, <laughs> Turner was crappy here. He's not a coach. He's an offensive coordinator. You know, that was one of the happy things I thought when you guys lost uh, Marty. That was the best thing that ever happened to us. Uh, you know, although yeah, Norv yeah. did, did he, you know, he did win in the playoffs for us, which is something that Marty or some other coaches in the past couldn't do. Yeah, Marty built your team, though. Mm-hmm. And Marty was the one who really put the the heart and soul into the Chargers. And, and you guys are fierce when he was a coach, especially to the AFC West. You guys are fierce. Yeah, Marty had but a chip. We were happy when you lost him. Well, how about you but guys? I, I mean, right, right now, Greg, you guys are um, tied with us. You guys have an edge because of the of, of the uh, of the four uh, zero record in the AFC West. Uh, Lauren and I talked about consistency, and uh, you know, you brought it up with the Finns, and then the week prior to that. I mean, do you do you feel that you guys can get this consistency back this last four weeks, or are you kind of just bracing yourself for uh, you know? another Finns performance. Oh, hell no. We're going all the way to the Super Bowl. All right. <laughs> all right. I thought you'd say that. <laughs> well, of course, man. You know, our team has to play the same way they played uh, against you guys. If they can continue to do that through, just like, you know, your team, you, you feel the same way. I heard you guys, you know, if your team plays their very best, uh, good things happen. When mm-hmm. they don't play their very best, you know, not very good things happen. You know, you guys have been at top of the AFC West now for, what, four years? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you guys should have made a run for the Super Bowl when you had LT at his prime. I mean, that was the time for you guys, I think, and th- with this group of guys. 
Um, but you know, you can't cry over spilled milk. Uh, <laughs> your your team, um, just like a lot of teams, you got guys that are getting older. Uh, thank God that we have a bunch of young players because we don't have very many old guys on our team. So we're looking to take it over from you guys, quite honestly. Well, we, we're, we're both looking up right now at KC, and uh, they're very much like you guys. Um, I think they have a, lot of, a little bit more consistency uh, as far as uh, you know, offensively. Uh, I mean, I don't like Matt Castle. I think he sucks as a quarterback, but yeah, i got to give punk. it to him. He's been playing better. Well, you know, Kansas City, we beat him. You, you know, it, it's, it's not impossible. What happened to them is they got great coaching. I mean, they went from toilet, you know, to, to uh, the top mm-hmm. in one season because they got two great coordinators. Um, their head coach is a knucklehead. But <laughs> their offensive-defensive coordinator, they're, they're awesome, and they're taking their guys and making the best use out of them. I hope you guys do beat them. Well, it's going to help you guys out at least for a week. <laughs> Hell yes, you will. So, uh, yeah, definitely. And uh, we hope you guys beat them as well. And uh, maybe, oh, uh, you know. Well, we will beat them. I, I can, I'll tell you right now, we're going to beat them, no matter what our record is on the last game of the season. We will go to Kansas City, and we will beat the Chiefs. Oh, God. Put that on paper. With our luck, we're going to lay an egg in Denver at the last <laughs> in the last week oh, of the season. I'll bite your tongue. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> God, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. But anyways, Don't no, no. That. We got the Bronx hose coming to our house. That's going to be quite a party. We're going to have a good oh. time. We're going to party oh, in the uh, parking lot. Oh, speaking gonna... of the uh, speaking of the Broncos, how'd you like hearing that uh, Josh McDaniels just got fired today? I'm very sad. It should be a sad moment for all the other teams in the AFC West because he was the best thing that happened to all of us. Well, you do have to admit he was he was still something of a pain in the ass, though. Oh, no, his team he he couldn't manage a game to save his life, and that's you know what is he seventeen losses out of twenty five maybe or twenty two? That's crazy. Yeah, well, you get what you pay for. That's well, true. that's exactly right. When they got rid of Shanahan, don't you tell me you weren't happy? Of course I was. I was happy to get rid of the rap <laughs> by the same token. I was happy to, I was happy to watch, you know, the Madden kid come in and, you know, well, yeah, I was pretty much happy for the Madden kid. I'm kind of surprised. They'll pay him, they'll pay him, they'll pay Shanahan and they'll pay a new coach all in one year. And that's wonderful for the rest of the teams in the AFC West cuz that takes their wallet and thins it out quite a bit. Well, yeah, and, and that team is definitely going to be rebuilding here for the next couple of years again. So God knows where so that the, team's going. The, really, the, the, the thing here is for both of our teams that the West, instead of being dominated by the Chargers, is not dominated by you guys anymore, and it's not dominated by the Chiefs. It's certainly not dominated by the Broncos or the Raiders. It now is up for grabs. That's exciting. It's exciting for our team because we haven't seen it in so long. We do have a contender. We have really, uh, I think Jason Campbell is coming into his own finally. We're letting him play, and hopefully um, he'll grow and mature with our team, and you know, we can look forward to future seasons that will be even better. But we're not done this year. No, not yet. And, and you're right. You're right, Greg. I mean, for the longest time, you know, growing up, you know, the AFC West was always considered the most competitive division in football. And you know, at some point, I think we'll be there again in the next couple of years. But um, yeah, man, this is it, dude. Last four weeks, it's all it's for the AFC West. We'll see who comes up on top, man. But I'll tell you this: uh, I got to thank you guys for having you know the the class to let me talk on your show. I know your fans probably pissed; they're probably not happy about it. But 
it's the fans that make the game. Uh, it's, it's podcasts like ours that uh, pump up the fan base more than anything the organization can do. And I got to take my hats off to you guys letting me on here. You knew I wasn't going to, you know, lash out with with any radical Raider crap. <laughs> no, if right, you, if, right if on. If you man. did, we would have given you ten seconds and hung up on your ass. That's what somebody <laughs> was doing, dude. Like I, I don't know if it was you, and I wanted to answer your call maybe during that first loss. I couldn't tell if it was you or somebody else, but somebody was just calling and calling. Oh, you- I was, that was me. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I was calling and calling. And the funny thing, the, the reason I called so much is when you call your show, you get that little bleep, bleep yeah. sound, and it comes out yeah. on the, on the uh, show. And uh, I was just laughing really hard because I could hear you two guys going, Because <laughs> we couldn't hear ourselves talk, man. All we could hear is beeping. But, um, I know, I, I know, and I, I apologize for that, but I was trying to be a little, you know, a little raider-like, what can I tell you, trying to throw a little... <laughs> you know what, I'd be happy too, you know, you guys, you guys, you know, you guys stopped the streak, so, you know. Well, you know what, it was about goddamn time, and I'll tell you right now that uh, I feel good about our team um, for once in a very long time, I don't feel like we're dysfunctional and... You know, you got to admit that we got a lot of disrespect for a long time here. It's time that uh, the worm turns, and I think that's happening for us. Well, I'll tell you and what, Greg. You know, you guys go out there, you know, beat Casey, and uh, do us a favor and lose the rest of the games, right? <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but um, I hope you have a nice rebuilding phase. I know you get a good quarterback. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, well, I don't hope for the best for you because you're our direct opponent, but... Uh, as far as fans go, you guys are all right, and uh, it'll be fun forever as long as we got these shows going because it's going to be back and forth. But right now, we got the deal. You do. The feeling's mutual, by the way, man. You do a great right. job on your show as well. We've been doing this for a long time now. Lauren, you got anything to chime in? Not really. Hey, man, you're gonna you got the bragging rights for uh, this year. Hey, next year, another year, and I think we're gonna pay you back in spades. Well, let's see what happens, my brother. And uh, all I got to say is one thing before I leave is go Raiders. All right, that's enough. Get out the phone, you big dope. <laughs> See you, Greg. All right, take See care, you. man. All right, guys. Raider Greg gave him his time. He deserves it. You know, they owned us this year. Um, yeah, and like, like I said, you know, there are good fans and there's knowledgeable Raider fans, and, 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 and Greg is one of them, and his friends are, 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 are you know, the, the guys he hangs with, they're all true Raider fans. And, you know, they... We know we hate the Raiders. I mean, bottom line is we hate playing those guys, and it's always been something that that uh, I felt growing up. It was almost like you know, hey, I'm watching a Charger game. Okay, all my automatically programmed. You hate the Raiders, so it's just the way it is. But uh, yeah, it's definitely getting competitive here in the AFC West, Lauren. It is. This is no longer just going to be our uh, our division for any longer. We got to do what we got to do. We've got to get better. If anything, the defeats at the hands of the Raiders and the Chiefs. Uh, hopefully it lights a fire under Norv if you know he's still here uh, at the end of the year and under AJ's th- AJ's ass. This is no longer uh, just an assumption we're going to get into the playoffs. We're now going to have to earn our way back in. Exactly. We That's just the way it's going to be. Well, that's how we roll, man. The Redder Nation, it would have been way more intense, but, well, we got our word in, we got our digs in, and that's how it is. They are going to have to suck on this till next season. Just like they said. And next year, we'll do it again. (laughs) 
Jacksonville Jaguars are trying to get to the show, and they're not messing around. They're number one in the AFC South, and they just beat the living crap out of Tennessee's Titans. And Randy Moss, that little punk. Yes, they are a strong team. They are an unsung team. They are a team that is flying very low under the radar. We have an interesting history with those guys. Uh, Coach Del Rio is a Barrio native. Uh, he grew up loving the Oakland Raiders. He grew up with the Raiders' heyday, and uh, he has no bones about saying how much he enjoyed watching the Raiders, how he's a great fan of the Raiders, and uh, it's pretty interesting. The other interesting thing is Kirk Morrison uh, was sent to them during on draft day, and uh, that's kind of interesting. We got Quentin Groves from them. We also got Khalif Barnes from them. We also got John Henderson from them. So we do have an interesting relationship. Seems to be more of a friendly relationship than anything else until next Sunday. We have to make it very unfriendly. Listen, this game will be decided in the trenches. They have an incredible running back, Maurice Jones-Drew, who has had five consecutive 100-yard games. And, of course, we have a one-two punch with Darren McFadden and Michael Bush, with both combined for 1,323 yards and 10 touchdowns. Well, the best running team will most likely win this contest. The Raiders are number three. The Jaguars are number two in running. These teams are really, really uh, very, very close. The thing that I think is going to make a big difference here is the quarterback play. Their quarterback is a runner, and we have to really keep an eye on him. Ours can run and has shown flashes of greatness in the running, but ours isn't built like their quarterback. <laughs> their quarterback is huge, and I mean a big, stout, strong guy who is not afraid to take the rock down the field, and I'm hoping he does and gets cracked by number 55. David Garrard, the quarterback for the Jaguars, is very much like Jason Campbell at this point. He's throwing the ball, keeping protection of the ball. He's uh, doing well, not throwing a lot of passes, but maintaining control of the game and keeping the pace at a steady pace for his team. Not turning over the ball is a big part of this game. Listen, the Raiders need to win this game, no doubt. How they do it? They need to stop the run. You know, I mean, we said it a million times. They need to stop the run. More than that, they need to pressure Gerard. When he is pressured, he throws interceptions. He throws picks. They got to put pressure on this guy, and, and he will fold up like a cheap suit. That's what our front four has to do. And what Jason Campbell has to do is he got to throw the doggone ball. Their secondary is very suspect, and they're carved away by t passing teams. This is what the Jaguars' weak point is, is their defensive secondary, and the Raiders could definitely put the hurt on them with some good passes. Now, our offensive line is going to have to play very good because their defense is very strong. Contrary to popular belief, they get on after you. That's what they did to the Titans, and that's what they're going to try to do to us. We are very well matched because we're very, very close. I'll tell you what the difference is. The last time the Raiders went down there to Jacksonville, they kicked our ass. 49-11. to 11. It was a beating. 
And that was the worst loss that we had suffered since 1961. That was the last time we went to Jacksonville. And I hope Coach Cable puts that all over the locker room. Because right now, it looks like they're favored by three. Could be more by the time the game starts. But since the San Diego game, of course, those points had to change. I'll tell you right now, a very, very winnable game if we can come out and play like we did on Sunday. What more can I say? It will be a very tough contest. It will not be an easy game. But there's not an easy game on the schedule for the rest of the season, folks. Our last game would be going to Kansas City. We can kick their ass. You know it. I know it. And best of all, they know it. They're all riding high, and a lot of people are picking them to be the division leaders. It would be a momentous and most gracious move for the Raiders to steal the thunder from the Kansas City Chiefs and everyone else in the AFC West and take the division. Boy, would that be freaking sweet. Bottom line, the Raiders have to throw the ball to win this game. They've got to pressure Garrard, and that is it, man. If we don't do that, it's going to be brutal. They have a really good tight end. He's very good at blocking, and he can get out of the way and catch a pass or two when the pressure's on. Uh, we got to have our defense cooking on all cylinders, man, especially for that run game. That's how they open up those little shovel passes for Gerard. And I'm telling you right now, we got to shut their shit right down. That's going to be the way we win this game. And we have be, we must, we must be able to run the ball. We have got to run the ball. The Titans couldn't run the ball on them at all. Uh, we can run the ball. The reason we can run the ball is I'm hoping and I'm thinking that Campbell can pass the ball. We must get the ball out of his hands. We must get into the hands of Jacoby Ford, Hayward Bay, uh, Murphy. We got to get that ball into Miller's hands. We got to get the ball out. We got to make their defense spread out so we can run the ball. If that happens, we will win that game on Sunday, and then there we go. Next is next. We got to worry about this game. This is our playoff right here. They better know it. And they better put that 49-11 to 11 poster all over that locker room so the Raiders know that they were punks when they went there last time. They were punked, and they were punked hard. It's time the Raiders got a little payback, and that's what I'm talking about. And that is all I have to say about that. It's time for the Bone Line, 1-800-620-7181. One eight hundred six two zero seven one eight one. You got to throw a bone, folks. You got to throw us a bone right now because the Raiders are looking like a playoff division team. I just love it. I love it. It's great. The fans are freaked out. We're freaked out, and you got to listen to everybody. I'm gonna try to put as many calls as I can on, but you guys are off the freaking hook. We're coming in big. We're going to get some guys in here, new callers. I love the fact that people are calling the line. New callers, welcome. We got some chicks in here. The women are in the house. Man, what a bone line we're going to have today. So check it out. 
Our first caller for this show is most appropriate, my good brother, Rana Vince, man. What's happening, man? Shut up, Randy Clinton. Randy Randy. It's about half time right now. 21-3. Told you guys, man. Yeah. Told you guys. Stay positive. Nation. Big Raider Vince from the You know who I am, bro. Raider Aaron right here with me. Raider Cisco from the I told you guys, man. Stay positive. Hey, Campbell's looking good right now. He's taking you. He must have heard what I said on your podcast. Stop being a bitch. He must have heard that shit. But anyways, I'm calling you after the motherfucking game. Randy, 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 I told you. What I tell you, man? I told you guys stay positive. San Diego, stupid Chargers. San Diego. Stupid That's right. Big Vince comes in with a positive attitude. He came in before the game with it. And San Diego stupid chargers couldn't be better. Great job, man. I love the call. Good take, man. Next, we have one of the nation's most fabulous females, Miss Rada Mariah, giving you her take on this game. <laughs> Go Raiders! Go Raiders! Go Raiders! This is Miss Mariah King. I'm a first-time caller, long-time listener, been a Raider fan from the day I was born, and did we just dominate the nutless, boltless, chargeless San Diego Chargers? I really want to know how they feel being scored on by one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Campbell did hold his game together. I'm really impressed because I'm not a fan of him generally, but really impressed with his game today. I was just, the whole the whole game, I was just elated from beginning to end. It was a beautiful, beautiful domination of those horrible, wretched baby blue jerseys, and I couldn't be any happier. And it's a great day in the Raider Nation. I'm loving it. I I really just I I don't even know what else to say other than it's a great day to be a Raider fan and I'm looking forward to what we do next. This is Miss Mariah. Out. Could not have said it better myself. Thank you for the call, man. I tell you, the whole nation love watching every minute of this game. What a beautiful performance by Mr. Campbell and company. Thank you for the call and the take. Next, we have the captain from Casper, Wyoming, and he's shaking a finger at all of us. Raider Greg and Raider Nation, this is the captain from Casper. Hey, I listened to the uh, Charger Raider pregame there, man, and I was sure disheartened by a lot of the uh, quitting and the giving up on the Raiders and that we had no hope to beat the Chargers when we came out today and just put it all over the Chargers. I mean, kept Phillip Rivers off balance. Defense was tough. Running game was good. Man, we still got hope here, man. Never lose hope. You guys lost the faith in the dark power. Keep it up. Raiders forever. Go Raiders! No excuses here, man, because the Raiders proved all of us wrong when they went into the house that the Chargers built 
and slap the beaches out of them. I'm telling you right now, I loved it. You're right, man. We got to keep the faith all the way to the playoffs. Next, we have the Heidelberg Raider with some medical advice for the Charger fan. This is the Heidelberg Raider, longtime listener. I don't call too much. I won't keep you too long, Raider Greg, but uh, I do want to mention two things. One, thanks for the podcast, and uh, I'd like to thank all the contributors as well. You guys are all great. It's, it's a pleasure listening to you guys. Uh, second one is, uh, you know what the best way to stop a Chargers fan from masturbating? Paint his dick silver and black. He won't beat it all year. All right, I'm out. You hear that, Charger fan? You better break out the finger paint <laughs> and make sure it's silver and black. Next, we have NC Rada Ray from North Carolina. He's got something to say. I guess he didn't see the whole game yet, but he knows what happened. This is NC Raider Ray uh, calling for the first time out of, you guess, at North Carolina. Been listening to the uh, to the game all day today. First half, great. Uh, still not happy with the offensive play calling, but the defense is playing uh, lights out on San Diego. Um, but enough about that. It looks like this game may be winnable. It has to be winnable. It has to be won. Uh, every game is the most important game of the season, and this one is no different. Uh, but more importantly, next week, Jacksonville, I will be road tripping from North Carolina all the way down to uh, Jacksonville to see this game. I uh, hope to see some uh, some of the nation out there. You know, hopefully we can uh, turn around and, and uh, make something out of the season. You know, I think the playoffs are out of reach, but, uh, hell, I'd be happy with fucking 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7. and seven. Um, anyway, go Raiders! And uh, like I said, hopefully we'll uh, we'll see some of the nation uh, travel out to uh, Jacksonville next week. Check it out, Raider Nation! All of you traveling to Jacksonville, better get ready to potty. I hear it's Hooters. You know what I'm saying? Should be a great show down there, and you know the Raider Nation's gonna show up for show. Next, we have Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. And him and the Pennsylvania Raider were high-fiving all night long. Check it. Raider Nation, Raider Chris Grant and PA. Just got back from watching the game against the Chargers with my boy Pennsylvania Raider. And I'll tell you what, we did what we do every week. We go out and make a Pennsylvania bar. It looked like the Super Bowl from Oak Town. Uh, had a blast tonight. Really had a blast. We 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 look good as a team, defensively, offensively. Jason Campbell, like I said, led this team to victory behind the run game. You know his passes look perfect, not not perfect, but they look decent. Put it that way. Our run game looked decent. Michael Bush does what Michael Bush does, and that's just embarrass defenders. Run them over. Run DMC. Does what he does. The speed. The moves. You know, we 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 look good. It, it, me and Pennsylvania Raider were scratching our heads wondering why the hell we didn't beat the Finns. Oh, I, even to this point, I still don't know. I don't care. It's behind us. You know what I mean? We're still in the hunt for AFC West. We're going to win the AFC West. I have no doubt about that. Uh, the one thing that me and Pennsylvania Raider were talking about was getting Zach Miller involved more. You know, with these big games coming up, we need to get our big players involved more, like a Zach Miller. 
it's a good time. It's a good time to be a Raider fan. Uh, what I love the most was uh, seeing Al Davis, or Al Davis, Tom Cable stare down one of the uh, offensive players from San Diego when he uh, ran into him on the sidelines of the game. Oh, it was a beautiful thing. Tom Cable was ready to choke a bitch like his ex-wife. Beautiful thing. Uh, just calling in. This is, this is Raider Chris, Grand PA, and I'm out. Hell yeah, we got to get Miller involved. We got to get Schillens involved. We got to get Ford involved, especially in this game against the Jaguars. They have a weak secondary. If we can pass the ball, man, it should be our game. That's what I'm saying. We have Rada Joe from Eugene, Oregon. He's breaking it down for us. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Joe Raider from Eugene, Oregon, man. It's the first time calling Raider Greg. I'm here to talk about the Charger game. Fuck yeah, we dominated just like we should. We ran the, we ran the ball, we pounded that ball, threw the ball, everything was all good, man. Now it's all good for the Raider Nation for now. But I'm tired of this up and down shit, man. We just got to keep this thing going. Everybody knows what's up with the Raider Nation. And all I can say is Raider Nation for life. That's how we do it. Joey Raider. Gene Oregon. Later. Consistency is what we need. You're right, man. We need some consistency, but man, it sure is nice to have a victory like this in December. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have a first time caller, the Asian Raider. Hey, Raider Greg, this is Asian Raider, first-time caller, but been a long-time listener. I'd just like to say that after two weeks of the, of the most disappointing Raiders game I've ever seen, man, I was shocked. I was shocked that, uh, man, I don't, I, I don't even know what to say, man. I mean, kudos to the defense, kudos to Darren Fadden and Michael Bush for keeping us in the game. And J.C. Campbell, where the hell did he come from, man, with all that... They go all that rushing and all that play calling and running on the spot. Oh, man, I, I still know. Well, anyways, I don't know if this will go on to the show or not, but I just wanted to say kudos to the Raiders for, for not only making a uh, coming to 500, but also keeping, uh, keeping the team well within the playoffs. And I just wanted to say we're going to go 6 0 to division. I called it. Asian Raider out. No, none of us saw this coming, but it was sure nice to see a well-managed game. And, uh, well, I'm telling you, we need to be 6-0 in the division. I love it. Next, we have Raider Pete from L.A. That would be Los Angeles. He's got a great take. How do you mend a broken heart, partner? I can think of younger days when living for my life was everything a man could want to do. I could never see tomorrow. I was never told about the sorrow. Raider Nation, 
and let me tell you right now, I'll tell you how you can mend a broken heart. And this goes out to Dan Fouch, because watching that football game, I don't know about the Bay Area, but here in L.A., Dan Fouts was all over Philip Rivers' dick the entire time. And Dan Fouts right now must be flying to wherever he's flying with a broken heart. And the reason he's flying with a broken heart is because the Raiders dominated in all three phases of the game. Special teams by recovering that punt. Shane Leckler, I mean, the man is all pro. Come on. Better than Ray Guy, perhaps. Uh, but, again, special teams, defense, monsters. Tommy Kelly stepping up. Warren Sapp, one of the only things he may have ever said correctly when speaking on air is that Tommy Kelly may be better than he was, and he's beginning to show it. And on offense, the running game, the offensive line, and the oft, the oft criticized Jason Campbell. And I'm one of the big guys, Raider Pete. I'm going to tell it like it is. I wanted Gorkowski to be the man. But if Campbell can play the way that Campbell played in this football game, letting the running game carry him, ball handling the way that he did, it was so John Elway-esque, and I hate to even use that, that name. But the bottom line is, it was an incredible game. All phases of the game. Philip Rivers right now has got to be sitting there with a broken heart. Let me tell you, Norv Turner, I mean, this man, he's losing it. Watch him in his interviews. I mean, this man is losing it on, on a monumental scale. You know, Philip Rivers seems to not really care, but Norval is... He's losing it. I mean, the man's hair is disheveled. His eyes look beady. He's got some spit on the side of his mouth. It's ridiculous. You know, and again, Dan Fouts, the way that you, you know, that, that you repair a broken heart is you move on to next week and, and you talk about how Philip Rivers isn't, isn't uh, you know, he's not bothered by the pressure. Well, brother, let me tell you right now, he was bothered by the pressure in this game. I mean, this man kept showing, look at this replay. Look at, look at how he, look at how he, he threw him. To, look at this pick over here. Uh, you know, look at how these guys play dirty. Look at this. Look at that. Hey, you know what, Dan? Look at the scoreboard, brother. Go Raiders. We got to win out. Let's do it. Dan Fouts was all over Rivers, all over the Chargers. It was, it was so sickening. I was watching those, uh, the looks he was giving. He had these little stars in his eyes every time he said Rivers. But it was beautiful after the game. It was great to see Mr. Rogers Norvell fall apart, literally. And, uh, well, need I say more? Thanks for the call, my brother. Next, we have Raida John from Providence, Rhode Island. That's very east, but he is Raida Nation. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's up? This is Raider John calling all the way from Providence, Rhode Island. And uh, I'm at work right now. My boss is yelling at me, but I don't care because I had to call and say, that was a great win against San Diego, and uh, prepare for more to come against Jacksonville, Indy, so on and so forth. Uh, definitely got to stay positive, man. Team played great. If they could play like that every week, I don't have a problem with losing every week, as long as they play good. You know, I'm sure you feel me. Raider Nation, you're over here on the East Coast too, baby. Just win, and uh, I love the show. Love the show. I'll talk to you. Hopefully, uh, we can beat them in Jacksonville this week. See you later. 
Got to agree with you, John, because uh, all I want is this team to play hard. Play hard, play like that, and if we get pummeled, we get beat, well, you know what? It was a contest, and there's blood on the field. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have my good friend, and not so violent this time, J-Dub from Vegas. What's happening, brother? It's Raider J-Dub from Vegas. I'm sober, and I'm in a good mood today, so there's not going to be any verbal outbursts, uh, no outrage displayed today. I just wanted to make a comment. Uh, I'm happy to see that Stafford route finally showed up for a game that was important. You know, uh, in my honest opinion, I think that Stanford route sucks, but, you know, he played, he played a pretty good game today. So, um, you know, I want to take my hat off to him and, uh, I want to go ahead and make a prediction. Uh, I think Jacoby Ford is having a great year and I think he's going to be the rookie of the year. Uh, the cards are stacked against him because Bradford is, is also, uh, Sam Bradford over in, uh, St. Louis is also having a pretty good year, but he's a quarterback, and he's going to touch the ball every play. Uh, Jacoby Ford, he's just been making plays. He's been doing the best with with what he's uh, had, I guess, with the crap that's been thrown to him and and uh, stuff like that. And just every chance that he gets, he makes a play, you know, and he doesn't get the ball every time. So, uh I think he's having a year like Percy Harvin did when Percy Harvin got Rookie of the Year. So uh, that's who's getting my vote, Rookie of the Year, Jacoby Ford. And uh, DHB better watch out because pretty soon he's going to be on the practice squad. But everybody, uh, good game today. Go Raiders. Sweep the Chargers. Congratulations. Peace. It's all good in the neighborhood, brother. Because you know what? We all get flipped out sometimes because you know, this team will take you right to the edge. And then they do something like this. You know, Campbell's in. He's there. He did a great job. Your idea to keep him in there. Hey, man, that was a good idea. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling better because it's nice to hear you a little more calm. <laughs> it's all good, brother. Next, we have the San Ho Raider. He's laying it down for us. Raider Nation, this is the San Jose Raider. Now, this is the Lionel Richie that we've been signed the whole time. This is the guy we needed, okay? This is the guy we signed from the beginning, okay? Raider Nation, I'm so proud of our team today. We put it down, okay? We put it down today. Now, we run the ball like this. With Bush and McFadden and throw a little sprinkle of Reese every now and then, nobody can stop us. Our defense, A-plus. Our defense was A-plus today. Ready Nation for life. And I'm out. You got to admit that Campbell does look like Lionel Richie. Randy put it up on the site. <laughs> they look very much alike. It's uncanny. Pretty funny. But, man, the team does play lights out. The defense was lights out out in this game we got to keep this pace this momentum and most of all consistency going next we have obi-wan raider (sighs) 
consciousness? Did I awake at the right time to open my eyes to a sweep of the dreaded San Diego Superchargers? Obi-Wan Raider here from Houston, Texas. I've been in a football coma because of the bullshit play we've been doing as a team and the stupid Larry Curly Moe fucking coaching. I'm glad I awoke for this one. I actually had to work today. I'm in my electronics department right now enjoying this game. Who says God doesn't answer prayers? My son and I, Matthew, prayed all night long for the Raiders to win this game. This is awesome. San Diego Superchargers got their punk asses swept. Obi-Wan Raider, Houston, Texas. Peace. Waking up from a coma is a perfect example of most all of us, really. A football coma is very well put. Thank you for the call, brother. Next, we have Big Raider Steve from Houston, Texas. Hey, Raider Nation, this is uh, Houston Raider Steve over here at Molly's, man. What a great game. We really kicked the Chargers' ass. You know, they haven't uh, lost a game in December in 1,800 days. It's been, what, 2001 when uh, we beat them, uh, swept them, actually. Man, it's just awesome, man. The, the team, man, the Bush and McFadden, run DMC, the way the defense came up big. That sneak that uh, they did up the middle and they threw it way down the field to Murphy and he caught that ball down there. Man, this is a whole team effort. It's kicking ass. You know, we still can win the division the way I look at it. You know, what about those uh, Broncos losing to Kansas City? Kansas City scares me, but I think we can take them in the last game of the season and win the division. Man, I'm so pumped. I'm the only Raider fan in the whole bar. Everybody else is cheering for other teams. But uh, anyway, the owner, he and another fan, did the last man standing, and they both lost because they 13-point spread the Chargers were picked by. I knew that was too high. But anyway... Go Raiders! We're coming back, baby! Screw all those other fans at Molly's, man. You are loud and proud. They know you there. They know that you're Raider Nation. And when we start to win, get to the playoffs, everybody's going to be looking at you going, what? And you're going to be going, I told you so, suckers. Next, we have Raider Jake out in Iowa. He's talking about them big uglies. The offensive line. Stars of this game. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Jake out in Iowa. We just showed San Diego what's up for the second time this year. And I got to admit, I am in shock right now. I honestly didn't think that we would be able to pull this win out. I know a lot of people on the forum didn't think so either. We're all probably in shock right now. I want to go over a few things that I liked about the game. I'm going to start out with the offensive line, our big uglies up front. They played great this game, I thought. Campbell did get pressured a few times, but any game where your running game gets over 200 yards, your offensive line has got to be doing something right. Credit to the Big Uglies for a great game. Like I said, our running backs played phenomenal. Darren McFadden got out of a little funk he was in and almost made it 200 yards. He looked good. He was running over people, making good cuts. The guy we drafted a few years ago. Michael Bush, he was a He's been a San Diego killer in the past, I know, and he's continued that trend. That touchdown of his was a thing of beauty. I think he ran over three guys. Phenomenal. And our unsung hero of the game, I would say, would be Jason Campbell. His numbers weren't huge. He only threw for about 150 yards, only threw like 16 passes total. 
But the key was he did not make any mistakes. He didn't turn the ball over at all. He played solid. He used his head. He made good decisions. And I was really happy to see that out of him because we need that kind of guy running the team. We need him to be a leader and continue that kind of play. And if he does continue making mistake-free games, legitimately I think there is a chance we can still make the playoffs. Yes, I just did say playoffs. Jim Moore would probably be mad at me right now, but playoffs? <laughs> if the Chiefs falter like I think they will, and if we keep our dominating over San Diego, there's still a realistic chance we can make the playoffs. The running game's got to keep going. The offensive line's got to play good. Our defensive line has to continue being monsters. And Jason Campbell has to continue playing mistake-free football. I really, I'm holding out a lot of hope for the end of the season because I really think this team can go places. This is Raider Jake out in Iowa. I'm out. We got some high hopes here in the Raider Nation. Hey, man, it has been a long freaking time since we've been this happy in December, and you all know exactly what I'm talking about. Next, we have Raider 23 for Manchester, New Hampshire. He's got a lot of family action going here in this last part of the season. Man, he's going to be standing on top of the couch, pointing a finger at all his relatives. Raider Nation, it's Raider 23 calling from Manchester, New Hampshire. What a game that was. We stomped the Chargers 28-13. It was just awesome. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love watching Phillip Rivers lose because I can't stand that prick. Our running game, Michael Bush and Darren McFadden, oh my goodness, we rushed for over t about 250 yards. That is awesome. But we need to do that every game in order to win, and that's hard to do. But, you know, we got it done. We're back to at 500. Um, I actually, I need to call myself out on something. Uh, earlier this season when we played the 49ers, uh, late in the fourth quarter, Jacoby Ford had a, had a big drop pass on third down. And uh, I called uh, bitching about him, saying that he sucked and he shouldn't be on the field. Well, I want to apologize because he has been playing extremely well, whether he's you know, kick returning or catching the or, or playing receiver. You know, he's been doing whatever the coach asked him to, and that's that's awesome. He's starting to look like a you know a Percy Harvin type football player, and Percy Harvin is nasty. But yeah, it was just awesome watching the game. Uh, I was watching it with my wife. Um, I was laughing the whole time and clapping, and I was off my chair and. Just excited that we went into San Diego and kicked the crap out of the, the uh, San Diego Chargers, one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Who would have thought? Nobody would have thought this, but who would have thought that the Oakland Raiders and the Indianapolis Colts would have the same record going into 13 weeks, both 6-6? Six and six. Uh, Katie and I, my wife, Katie, she's a Colts fan, uh, but she's also a Raiders fan. Uh, we are going to the Colts-Raiders game December 26th, and I hope to see you, Raider Greg. Uh, you sent me an email saying that I can hang out with you, uh, tailgating, and I can't wait. Um, I'm very looking forward to that game. 
uh, as the weeks go by, that game seems more important. So I, I'm I'm pumped for that game. This week we're playing the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, that's my brother's favorite team. And uh, they're seven and five. We're six and six, and that's a big game. Uh, I I can't wait to watch that game Sunday at one o'clock. We're the best front four in the league. Period. And we have uh, a first year uh, vet in Matt Shaughnessy and a rookie in Lamar Houston, and they're just they're just bruising people. They're killing offensive lines. They brought their A game today. Uh, they didn't really bring it last week against um, against the Dolphins, but they brought it today, and you know we needed that. Uh, I already said last week. I, last week I said that the, the season's over, but. Um, they just gave me some hope that, you know, we could still possibly make the, the playoffs. But I, I, I hope we beat the Jaguars next week so I can rub it in my brother's face. We'll be 7-6. and six. Uh, The Chargers are playing the Chiefs next week. I'm hoping the Chargers win because if that's the case, then we'll be one game back from the Chiefs. And who do we play week 17? The Kansas City Chiefs. So, this season has been an up and down it's been a roller coaster but right now I feel like we're going to be up and up right now so um I'm not a big fan of Jason Campbell but he played he played very well for the amount of times that he threw the ball I think he like threw the ball less than 20 times but he was making plays not only with his arm but with his feet he was about to get tackled and uh late in I think it was like the third or fourth quarter and he pitched the ball to Michael Bush, and Bush ran for like 20 yards. I mean, that we haven't seen a play like that from the Oakland Raiders, and I don't even know. It's been years. But keep playing the way they are, and we could go somewhere. That's all I got to say. Uh, go Raiders! I forgot about Lamar Houston. How could I forget about Houston? He was a freaking beast. A beast that was unstoppable. The guy made some awesome plays, and Jason Campbell only passed the ball 17 times, uh, but he did manage the game very, very well. Thanks for the call, my brother. Next, we have one of my brothers from across the pond. That's right, man, from England. Watford Raider breaking it down for us all the way there, man. You know the Raider Nation is worldwide, and this is what I'm talking about. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Watford Raider from calling from the UK. Uh, big props to you guys and all my fellow silver and black brothers out there in, in the US. What can I say? Double over the charges has made my season. I don't care if we lose every single game. Not that I want us to. But even if we lose every single game, we can lord it up over those nutless, boltless chargers who've got their heads stuck up their own backsides. I love you, Raiders. I love you, Raider Randy, Raider Greg. Love your podcast. We look forward to it every, every week. Big love to Raider Nation. Go Raiders! Beating the Chargers was a huge, huge thing twice. That's what I mean, man. Putting it down twice. Their fans are punks, and uh, they're going to have to shut their pie hole because they've been talking for far too long, and now they can crawl right back under that powder blue rock that they came from. 
Thank you for the call, brother, because I know it's expensive. Calling from England. Now, next, we have Raider Sid from MoVal. Check this guy out. First of all, this says everything about being a Raider fan in Southern California around the Charger bitches. And, uh, well, listen to him. Hey, Raider Sid, Rancho Belago. I just want to say how proud I am of my motherfucking Raiders. I went to the game in San Diego, and for a full week, I've been catching shit from everyone on how they were going to kick the shit out of us because, let's face it, this team is on fire, and in December, the Chargers don't fuck around. And let's face it again, our last couple games, we look like shit. So it would have to be a total effort from the entire team to beat this team. And you know what? We got it. We took that ball and rammed it right down their motherfucking throats. That kicked ass. It wasn't a fluke game where we won on a, on a controversial call or anything. We beat the shit out of them. We fucked them up. Offensive line blew some holes open. Defensive line, holy fuck, you were in Rivers Grill all day long. I fucking loved it. Before the game, these Charger fans were cocky as shit. And I told the guy behind me, I go, look, you make one mistake, and we're going to fucking pounce on it. And it's going to be the same shit as last time. And as soon as Sproles fumbled that motherfucking ball, I knew it was on. And we didn't go in for a fucking field goal. We fucking punched it in for a touchdown. A couple fourth and ones that we fucking slammed over right in their motherfucking faces. God damn it. By, by the third quarter, these pieces of shit were filing out of their fucking stadium. And it was all silver and black in there. All you could hear was, Raiders, Raiders. And you know what they fucking tried to do? They tried to crank on that San Diego Supercharger bullshit village people song. What a bunch of fucking fags. You know what, Raiders? You fucking kicked ass. You did what you had to do. You know, it's going to be tough for the rest of the way to, to win the, the AFC West. But you know what? You can do it. Give it your best shot. If you don't make it, that's fucking fine. As long as you motherfucking try. And you did try this time. You kicked ass. I'm proud of you. Jason Campbell, fuck. I ate my words, dude. You played a fucking great game. That naked fucking reverse was kick ass. You had me fooled, man. Uh, badass. Bitching game to go to. I'm fucking still screaming about it. All my fucking Charger friends are fucking avoiding the shit out of me. Fuck yes. Go Raiders, motherfuckers. Kick ass. Out. That must have been awesome in the stadium. That is great. Raider Nation, could you imagine hearing Raiders in someone else's house like that? Off the hook, making them turn up their music. That is priceless, dude. And you know what to do, Raider Sid. You just tell all your friends this. Raiders! <laughs> you gotta love it. Next, we have the Arkansan Raider. And he's actually talking in this one. <laughs> Man, that was awesome. <laughs> hey, that was Way cool. Finally put it across on the Chargers. That was awesome. But, hey, look, I think we got our quarterback. Um, 
I, I would shoot myself for saying this at the beginning of the season, um, but it looks like we got a guy who can sell a freaking play fake. Oh, my goodness. There are a couple of times there where he fooled everybody in the entire stadium, including the cameraman, including me on the couch. Um, you know, the first time for uh, a bootleg touchdown, uh, the second time for a mega long pass. Uh, and Michael Bush deserves props as well for selling that. But, man, hey, that was that was awesome. That was an excellent game. Um, and since I'm uh, sitting in the car with my cell phone, I'm going to go ahead and get off the phone. But go Raiders! This is our Kansan Raider, and I am out. That naked bootleg, man, it was off the hook. Food the cameras and fooled everybody. And you know what? This was a tremendous game. Let's take this. Let's use some of these plays, man. Let's use some of these in our next game. Great call, brother. Nice to hear from you. Last but never least, Raider Jaime, my good brother from Bakersfield. You know what? He has been the positive voice here for some time, and it's nice to have him back on the show. What's up? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. Hey man, uh, fuck when I when um I got on your last podcast show and uh, I was talking about going to San Diego, and I called out Raider Nation to go out to San Diego. Fuck everybody went. It seemed like <laughs> everybody was fucking there, man. Hey, and I just want to send a shout out to my uh. My cousin Nana out in Temecula, man, for hooking us up with them fucking tickets, man. Uh, you know, a couple of us were able to go, but fuck, we made the trip, baby. Hey, fucking talk about Raider Nation being in the house. Man, I fucking made me so proud. I don't give a fuck about these last two losses. All I care about right now is a fucking sweep. What's up? And we're still in the fucking in the hunt, baby. Shit. Here we go, Raider Greg. Four more games, baby. I got, like I said, man, I have that feeling, baby. We're going to do something. We are going to be the fucking sleepers. You watch, Raider Greg. It's just, I don't know, man. Campbell may be not all fucking the perfect quarterback, but he just somehow fucking puts it together, man, and plays good, man, when it's fucking back up against the wall, man. And these the fucking <laughs> that defense was fucking awesome, man. Man, you know what? I tell you what, those fucking fans at the beginning of the fucking game, they were fucking taunting fucking uh, Jason Campbell talking about his fucking. They're calling him a fluke. I think that's what started it all, man. So thank you, fucking Chargers nutless boatless fans for uh fucking firing up uh, Jason Campbell. We needed that. So um. <laughs> But anyways, man, and you know what, man, fuck that dude from fucking, uh, what the fuck's wrong with him, man, calling out Raider fans like that, man, I'm fucking disrespecting on the podcast show, man, Raider Nation, dog, we all family, baby, what the fuck, what kind of shit is that to be pulling on this show, man, respect Raider Greg, man, stop talking about our fucking fans like that, that's not cool, man, but anyways, we're trying to get out to the fucking Denver game. Hey, I just found out that fucking uh, Josh McDaniels got fired. So, <laughs> we're 
we're going to try to go to that fucking Denver game, Rudy Gray. I don't know about how the fun, but we're definitely going to try. I didn't get to go out to the Miami game, but we're definitely going to try, man. Fucking Christmas is all, so we'll see, man. And uh, so you guys just um, stay true, man. Stop fucking talking all that negative shit, man. We got to stay positive, man. We can't have none of that fucking negative fucking... That negative vibes in the fucking air, because that's what's fucking fucking us up. But anyways, you know, we're going to lose a game or two, but you know what? Got to stay positive, man, no matter what. Look at the fucking race, man. It's fucking, it's pretty fucking tight, man. So, come on, nation. Stay positive, man. I'm out. I am so very happy that my good brother got a chance to witness the pounding, the beating, the bruising of the chargeless, nutless, boatless chargers in their own house, and it was dominated by the silver and black fans. That must have been awesome, my brother. Thank you for the call always. And all the Raider Nation all over the world that listens to the Raider Nation podcast, I just want to thank you guys for being fans, especially Raider fans, because that's what we're all about here on the show. Uh, uh, we got a tough game coming up in Jacksonville, but man, the Raiders are are hitting their stride. Uh, we got to be happy where we are. We're, we got a chance to win the division, take the AFC West, and who the hell knows what happens from here. But we got very winnable games for the rest of the season. Uh, looking good. The Colts are weak. Uh, the Jaguars, pretty tough team, but hey, man, the Raiders just kicked the shit out of the supposed AFC Championship champions. So check that out. I love it. We're division leaders so far. You can't beat that, man. And look, this Sunday, be glued to your TV because we're going to see our team kick some crap out of the little kitty cats down there in Jackson Holeville, if you know what I'm saying. This is Raider Greg, and I am out. Welcome to the family. Hey, why won't you listen? Can't help the people you're missing. It's been done, a casualty rerun. Welcome to the family. I'm trying to help you with the things that can't be justified. I need to warn you that there is no way to rationalize. So have you figured it out now? So have you figured it out? You can't win this fight.